This is the story of the first Christmas, the night Jesus Christ was born. We celebrate this to remember the hope and joy that this tiny baby brought to the world on that extraordinary night in Bethlehem almost 2,000 years ago. For Jesus' birth did bring hope and joy to the world. Hope because at that time there was much wrongdoing and fighting going on on the earth, and the people were looking for a sign from God that he would always be there to look after them. And joy because after many years of waiting, God had finally fulfilled his promise to send a man, a Savior, or Messiah, to earth to go among the people and teach everybody his peaceful and loving ways. That man would be God's greatest gift to mankind, his son, Jesus Christ. To prepare the world for this man, God asked different men and women to prophesy or foretell that Jesus was coming. These people were called the prophets. This is what they said. Behold, a virgin shall bring forth a son that means God is with us. For the Lord go forth to be the king of Israel. For unto us a child shall be born, and to us a son shall be given, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Prince of Peace, and there shall be no end to his kingdom. The prophets foretell the wonderful Savior. Yes, a baby who will be born to lead us in God's way. And he will be with us forever. Hallelujah. Now when God was ready to give Jesus to the world, he chose a good and pure woman named Mary to be his mother. Mary lived in the little village of Nazareth and was engaged to be married to Joseph, an humble carpenter who lived nearby. One day when Mary was alone, God sent his messenger, the angel Gabriel, to appear before her. Mary, hail, Mary, the Lord is with thee. Thou art blessed among all women. Mary was at first frightened and confused by this greeting of the angel of God. But then Gabriel told her that God had chosen her to give birth to Jesus. Mary, do not fear, for you are special in God's eyes. Behold, he has chosen you to give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great, he will be called the Son of God, and his kingdom will have no end. Mary now understood everything she had been told, and it filled her with great joy and happiness. She replied to Gabriel, saying, I will happily carry out God's will. Not long after she had spoken to Mary, the angel Gabriel appeared to Joseph one night as he slept. In Joseph's dream, the angel of the Lord told him of God's plans. Joseph, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. For what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She is to give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Behold, God has chosen you to be the father of his son, and Mary will be his mother. Joseph woke and went to Mary with joy in his heart. Both Mary and Joseph had heard that God's son would be coming, and they were overjoyed to be chosen by God to be his parents. 
And so Mary and Joseph went back to living their quiet lives, keeping God's secret only between themselves. Now at that time, the land they lived in was ruled by the Romans, who were a mighty but wicked rulers of an enormous empire. The chief ruler, a man named Caesar Augustus, was mean and greedy. He wanted to tax everyone in the land to raise money for himself and the Romans, so he issued a decree. I declare as ruler of Rome that every man shall return to his place of birth. There you will register and pay your taxes to me. That way, Caesar would know every person who lived in his country so he could be taxed. And so Mary and Joseph left Nazareth to return to the small village of Bethlehem, about 90 miles away, where Joseph had been born. It was a difficult journey across the hot land, but after six long days and nights, they finally reached Bethlehem. By then, Mary was very tired and about to give birth. But when they arrived, the city was already very crowded with other people who had come back to be registered, and all of the inns were full. But Joseph sought shelter at several inns anyway in the hope that someone might spare a room for Mary. Look how many people are in Bethlehem tonight. We will make lots of money when they come to the register. My inn is full and I have, and I have turned away people who need a place to stay. Here comes more people. I bet they need a place to stay. Distance and my wife is very tired. Do you have any room in your inn? I'm sorry, I don't have any more room. Do you have any room in your inn? Sorry, my inn is full. Do you have any room in your inn? I do not have any room in my inn, but you can stay in my stable out back. Thank you very much. <coughs> the stable was for animals, for the donkeys, cows, and sheep that people had brought with them. But Mary and Joseph were grateful for any shelter they could get that night in the little town of Bethlehem.
night Mary gave birth Jesus was born the Lord Jesus Christ the King of Kings the everlasting Prince of Peace was born to a simple carpenter and his wife and to make the baby Jesus comfortable Mary wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him down gently in the soft hay in the manger, the animal's feeding box. sheep on the steep hills surrounding Bethlehem. The shepherds were poor men who wore rough, simple clothing. For them, nights were usually dark, cold, and lonely.
But the night that Jesus was born, an angel suddenly appeared to them in the sky. The shepherds had never seen an angel, and they were frightened. But the angel of God soon comforted them, saying, Do not be afraid, good shepherds, for I have wonderful news. Today in the city of Bethlehem a child was born. He will grow up to be our king, not just any king, but the king of all kings. Our world savior. Please tell us where you will find him wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Then suddenly a whole host, a multitude of heavenly angels appeared in the sky, and they heralded or announced the news of the baby Jesus. Glory to the newborn king, they exclaimed. He shall bring peace and goodwill to all men. When the angel had departed, 
the shepherds decided that they would go see the baby Jesus right away. Let's go to Bethlehem. I see Jesus here. Yes, let us see the wondrous child God has told us about. The shepherds were the first to see and worship the baby Jesus. They searched their pockets for some gift they could give him. Faith and trust in Jesus were all that mattered to God. And for the shepherds, just seeing Jesus filled them with hope for all people. Joy to the world, they cried. The Lord's the Lord our Savior has come. about Jesus' birth began to spread, and little by little the stable filled with men and women from near and far. Meanwhile, in a land far to the east of Bethlehem, three wise men of great knowledge noticed an unusually bright star in the sky. star is amazing. It's so bright. Yes, as if it's trying to tell us something. Maybe it is. Could it be the sign the Savior has come, the one the prophets have been writing about so long ago? Yes, that's it. Where is the king of the Jews? We saw a star in the east and we came to worship him. We want to bow down to him and present gifts to him and worship him. Upon their camels, the three wise men, or magi as they are now known, journeyed for several weeks, faithfully following the star shining brightly in the sky until it stood over the little stable in Bethlehem where the holy infant lay. Oh 
When they saw the baby Jesus, the three wise men fell on their knees in humble worship. They lay at the feet of the baby Jesus, the valuable treasures they had brought with them to honor him. The first king gave him gold. The second king gave him sweet-smelling frankincense. And the third king gave him perfume like myrrh. For they knew they had at last found their Savior, God's Son, who had come to bring peace on earth on that silent and holy night. The Magi brought gifts and worshipped Jesus for who he was. This is the essence of true worship, honoring Christ for who he is and being willing to give him what is valuable to you. One day a young boy who was the son of a shepherd was given a drum and he treasured that drum more than anything. One night this young drummer boy awoke to see the stars shining more brightly than he had ever seen them before. It gave him a magical feeling and he rushed out to see better what was going on in the town of Bethlehem.
smile at me? Did you see that he smiled? <laughs> Are you willing to give for two treasures and us? And all of these centuries later, we retell this wondrous story of when God came to us as a baby. We tell the stories of angels and shepherds, wise men and stables, mangers and Mary, and this simple retelling will ring true as it did the first time, for the message does not change, but the message continues to change hearts. We wish each and every one of you the peace of Christmas lived as God had planned one that is full of discovery and yet has no fear, one that sees a baby born in an humble stable as the king of kings.
Peace be with you. For hundreds of years, the prophets proclaimed the coming of the Messiah. My own people, the Jews, looked and wondered and watched and waited. Who would the Messiah be? When would he arrive? After time, many people thought that maybe the Messiah would be a political leader. Yet others thought maybe a mighty warrior who would overthrow Rome. Yet when I did arrive, my own people did not recognize me. No one, no one imagined such a humble beginning for the one sent to save the world from its sin. But my Father's plan is perfect. From the stable to the cross, my Father's plan is perfect. A life of unconditional love, a life of service, and a life of humbleness. Perhaps you remember the woman at the well. Perhaps you remember the woman caught in adultery. Perhaps you remember my words as the Roman soldiers nailed me to the cross. Father, forgive them. Because they don't know what they're doing. Unconditional love. The Father loves you exactly as you are. I love you exactly as you are. A life of service. Maybe you remember Lazarus. Maybe you remember the centurion's servant. Or perhaps you remember the ten lepers who cried out to be healed. And when they were, they got up and left, and yet only one came back to praise God and give thanks. Today, so many people call on my name, and yet very few come back to praise God and give thanks. A life of humbleness. Perhaps you recall depending on others for food and shelter, depending on my Father's will to lead me. Maybe you remember the, light, the last night in the upper room with my disciples as I washed their feet, something that a, a slave would normally do. What I wanted them to understand and what I want you to understand is that if I am in you, you must become less so that I can become more. You must humble yourself in order to serve me. Perhaps you remember my words to them that night. The command that I gave them to love one another. As I love you, love one another. And if you do this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And perhaps you remember on the mount before the ascension. Go and teach all nations. Make disciples of everyone and baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach them to obey everything that I've commanded you. And I will be with you always, even until the end of time. <coughs> when my father said, Son, go and save my children. I willingly went because you see the Father and I are one. My will is His will. I want to do what my father wants. And I wait now for when my father says, Son, go and bring my children home. 
Are you ready? I am the way to the Father. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And if you know me, you know my Father as well. The place has been prepared for you. Perhaps you recall my final words on the cross. It is finished. Not a cry of defeat, not a cry of agony, but a cry of victory. Because you see, my Father's perfect plan was complete. From the stable to the cross. No longer would you be required to visit the priest, take an animal without blemish, sacrifice it and sprinkle its blood on the altar because the Lamb of God has sprinkled His blood for you. Are you ready? The gift so freely given, have you accepted it? Are you ready? If not, what are you waiting on? What's holding you back? May the mercy and the blessings of God the Father flow richly and freely and abundantly upon you and your families as you celebrate this season. Peace be with you. Christmas morning.